Okay, on today's episode of Yuki and the Goddess podcast, it is round two of the Brainium. How are you doing, the Brainium? Yeah, I'm chilling, recovering from a night of work and drink. Yeah, you got yeah. your bird. You got your bird with you. I thought I heard your bird in the background. Uh, yeah, he's he's out there though, doing his his bird thing, whistling <laughs> and being annoying as fuck as usual. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's a good bird. I want uh, more bird videos. Yeah, we we need to see more bird videos. I know, I know. I got I got to get him on the periscope sometime. <laughs> yeah, I love when I love when um, uh, it's who's the bird other? and brain? Yeah, bird and brain. I also there's another guy that does has a big uh bird um, panther of Litecoin. Yeah, he he used to do. Um, Periscope. Periscopes with his bird. I haven't seen him lately, though. Pretty cool. I wonder, like, if my bird will just chill out and, you know, not make an, a bunch of annoying sounds when I'm doing a periscope. Well, I mean, I think that adds to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, but he does, like, re- like see, you hear that? That's, like, really high pitched stuff. Yeah, but that was fine. <laughs> so you went out, did some drinking last night, partying. I think tonight. Did you say tonight you did or last night? Every oh, last night? night. Oh, last night. <laughs> I'm trying not to do every night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just got out of work and had a couple of drinks with Yay. some friends. It was, yeah, it's cool. So what cool. have you been up to? It's been so long since we talked to you. Yeah, it's been a long time now. A long, long time. I know. It's been, I think, what, like a month, two months? I don't even know. I'm so bad with time. It's just been yeah. some long amount of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty but accurate. You're done with college right now for the summer. For the summer. Okay. Uh, graduated from my community college. Yay. Congratulations. That's good. Thank you. And, and uh, what are, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh. Uh, I'm waiting to see what's going on with this whole fire department thing. Uh, what's going on with it? I don't know. I got. I, I'm waiting to see like how long the process is going to take. Cause some people told me it's like a two year process before I actually start working. And whoa, yeah, and I have to go through like uh, an academy for training and stuff like that. So I want to know like the the details and how long it's going to take and if I should go back to school or not. Yeah. Some good questions. On standby right now, pretty much. Gotcha. Why, why do you want to be a fire fireman? A fireman. <laughs> um, hmm, that's a good question. I don't even know myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's looking at the hard questions that you have no answers to. And uh, well, meanwhile, no, go ahead. It's a good job. Um, a lot of benefits and, and it's a good pension and uh, everybody keeps pushing me to do it because I'm like oh. 26 years old still living at home right. so I, I get it you know it's financial stability and it's a career well what do you want to do though uh, what I want to do I want to do um, I want to do blockchain I want right. to be a software developer and develop some uh, Dope uh, D apps. Right. So, what would that take? More, just more college. Yeah, pretty much more college, more uh, experience. 
I got to probably work on some side projects myself. Right. Uh, it'd probably be like another two years, three years before I would actually get to work for a company or start my own. Start um, your own. Maybe. I would start my own. Trust me, I really would. I think it would be some interesting uh, life to live. Get to travel, meet new people, and discuss the benefits and try to do good things in the world. Yeah, well, I want to see you do what you want to do. It makes you happy, so I'm sh- I'm pushing for that. Yeah, me too. Like I'm not, I'm never gonna give up on what I want to do, even if I go to the fire department. Um, that's like one of the good benefits about working in the fire department is you get to work like, uh, I think two days a week. Yeah. You have the week off. Well, that's good. Then you could do your own thing too. So. Don't you get pretty? You said, did you say you get good benefits? Uh, yeah, that's what he just said. Yeah. Benefits. Yeah, yeah. You get benefits. Walk around in the firefighter uniform, attract all the ladies. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could be in calendars. Yeah. I could be in calendars. I could become a male stripper if I want. <laughs> I think you don't have to be a fireman to be a male stripper. <laughs> I mean, I don't. But, you know, I'm not the greatest looking guy in the world. <laughs> so I think it would definitely help. <laughs> So you're saying that would help your your uh, shot, you your chances up. of getting accepted as a stripper, or is it pretty easy to be a stripper, and then perhaps you would get bigger tips if they know you're a fireman? Um, funny story though, I had I had the brain convinced you were a stripper at one oh, really? point. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She told me she told me you go dancing at the clubs uh, on uh, Saturdays. Yeah, for yeah. money. And you work. <laughs> Yeah, my wife is a she's she she's a jokester. I had I had him on the hook, and I could have I could have gone with it, but I, I felt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> just the, the the sight of Yuki dancing was, it was just the music itself. I hope yeah. I hope you do dancing when I when I come to uh, Tennessee. Yeah, uh, you might. We'll probably have to get a pole installed in the living room or something. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. Maybe all the dudes will put on a show for the ladies at the uh, meetup. Yeah, the three ladies that are going to be there. <laughs> Let's see, how many ladies do we I have? I think there's like four One, or five. Two, three, oh. four, maybe five right now. Are you including yourself? Yes, I'm including myself. So four or five, and, and there then, might be another. Yeah, there might be another one. So. Oh. Dude, this yeah. isn't a sausage fest, bro. No, no, I'm. I mean, I didn't care if it was, but unless I mean, all the other ladies back out, which you know, yeah. anything could happen. Anything but could happen. Right now, we're pretty, we're pretty even. What kind of parties do you think I throw? <laughs> hey, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to judge. You know, I, you know, I was, it's a crypto meetup. He, he throws no I, parties right now, so. <laughs> yeah, but when I was, when I did throw parties, man, they were, they were the bomb. As a young person. My parties were good. There was a there was it would end up with people and things in the pool usually, like furniture. Uh, wow! Had, wow! Yeah, yeah, we had some pretty blow big blowout parties. Really? Yeah, right after high school, you were there. Yeah, well, I was at some of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I've had one party like that where it was like out of the scene of a movie. Right. It's like destruction of the house. Like I felt so bad for my friend. Oh, I, I know. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, my yeah, friends. That was this one. My right? friends were crazy, and like it was like the whole wrestling team was there, 
So it was oh, just like shit there was, was broken. Oh, dude, there the kitchen the had like <laughs> like an inch of liquid on the ground. I don't even know what it was. It's like some <laughs> kind of major spill happened. It was bad. Yeah, it was like uh, I don't know. That's what happened in my friend's house. This toilet started overflowing. Oh no. shit. <laughs> I got a story to tell. So, oh, no, not another toilet story. You guys always go to this. <laughs> so, um, and I'm a little embarrassed about this because oh, it great. wasn't cool. But I mean, it's not that bad. But so I went to a party one time and I was wasted. And there was a kitty litter box. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Did you poop in the kitty litter box? No. You didn't poop. I didn't poop, but that's a better idea. That would have actually been hilarious. But I, I peed in it and filled it up with pee. <laughs> It's just like one big clump, you know? Could you imagine the owner of the cat just wakes yeah, up? Yeah, that that's... That's that horrible. That's, that's uh, what I... Yeah. My cat took a shit in my shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad, though, now. But... That's horrible. I feel bad for the kitty, because the little kitty was like, probably like, Oh, shit. So yeah, I don't want to sit in this box. Anymore. Build up my fucking litter box with human urine. No. <laughs> Where was the litter box? Next to the toilet. So you chose, you purposely <laughs> yes, chose. Yes, I, I peed in the fucking litter box. It was next to, I told you I was drunk. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, man. I got another story, actually. Oh, Shit, this one's I don't bad. know how, like, Brandon, you always bring these stories out of him. Like, I don't even this know is how. gross, and I don't even want. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't do it. All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save this one for the next one. Oh, there's some story time during the uh, Knoxville yeah. meeting. Yeah. Make- yeah, that's gonna that meetup's gonna be fun, man. I'm so excited I'm about glad this. You're coming. Yeah, yeah, glad I mean, you're coming. Good, honestly. Um, We're gonna have a ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been on vacation in a while, so this is. I'm probably gonna stay an extra day, to be honest. Oh, cool. Yeah, man, the area that the only thing is like, you know, it's pretty hot, you know, in August, but um it's uh, a beautiful area, you know, for like hiking and stuff. I don't know that I would hike really in the summertime, but I mean, I've gone. You, you could cuz I mean, it's in it's in the smoky mountains. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah, early, late early morning. Yeah, late afternoon, early morning that'd be great to go do some hiking up in the Smokies and that would be some good um, training for my uh, fire department thing because oh yeah, no yeah. shit. I walked up a flight of stairs the other day, and by the time I got to the top of the flight, I was just out of breath and like dying, and almost yeah. had heat. And I was like, oh no, I'm not ready for this at all. Oh, I know. I um, Tamara and I stayed at a hotel, and it was like we were on the third floor, and every time I I am like. I go up the stairs and I'm carrying like bags or anything. I always think of those firemen that, you know, had to, uh, you know, go up all the flights of stairs during the world trade center thing. And then, yeah, that you always see that there's like a video of like a, a dude, a fireman who's like wearing his full gear and he was doing like the stair stepper to like, you know, when it was like, I don't remember how many thousands of steps to, you know, uh, it was like what they ended up having to do. I couldn't imagine wearing all that equipment. You know what I mean? Oh, right. I was like, just I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry. No, I don't deal with the heat well as it is. So I was thinking about like having to wear that uniform and all that gear and just no, like, you know, full sleeves. And yeah, they do that all year round, no matter what the weather is. It's going to suck a little bit. And then you got to go inside a 
building on top of that. Yeah, with all that. Yeah. Yeah, man, you got to be careful too, because those guys get, you know, like they breathe all that stuff, and it's not good for you long term. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping I could only like I'll do it for like a couple of years, and uh, you know, as soon as I get a degree and hopefully I'll get a job, I could just switch over and do you know software development instead of running into fires. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting yeah. fires with my bare hands. Right. Well, it's a noble, you know, a noble profession. Uh, that, a noble profession. That, you know, to do that. I, I think a lot of kids when they're young, especially boys, wanted to be like either a fireman or in the army or a cop. I used to always want to be in the army for some reason. I don't know why, but I, um, I, I used to send like all the uh, – I would go to the post office and get all the like – I would fill out all the pay, the little like postcards and to send off to like for the Marines and stuff. And um, so I would always do that. And then because they would send you back like a sticker or like a, you know, just like a brochure or something, you know, for, like the Marines or the army. So anyway, one day the Marine um, recruiter showed up at my dad's house yeah. and I'm like eight. <laughs> you know, and the guy's like, yeah, we've got someone from this address is really interested in joining the Marines. And, um, so my brother was there and he was like 17. And so the recruiter like talked to him. Yeah. And he joined the Navy. So. And he joined the Navy. So. No way. Yeah. You sealed your brother's fate in the Navy. Well, I mean, the guy was from the Marines, so I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Could have got him thinking, but. Like a pretty convincing guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had somebody in the Marines try to, uh, give me that talk about how I should join the Marines and this and that. And I'm just like, I don't know, man, I think you talked to the wrong dude. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm like, for some yeah. people and not for some people probably, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. did that pretty like right after high school. I remember, or, you know, your senior year of high school, like right before you graduate, I think like all the, the dudes would, were supposed to go see the recruiter. And oh wow. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I didn't have to do that because I'm not a dude, so I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say it was Clinton was uh, – Bill Clinton was the president at the time. And I was like – I had a stepdad who was like all into conspiracy theories and stuff. Yeah. And he had me like brainwashed that like, you know, the Illuminati and shit was real. And Is it not? I don't know. It could be. I don't care. But so, <laughs> so I was like – I was like spouting out all this shit to the recruiter guy. I was like, I can't go to war because I don't believe you know that our leader is a blah blah. You know, so a lot changed in the ten year or the what nine years from when you were eight filling out the forms. To yeah, <laughs> totally. That, that's my same reasoning right there. What you just said. Yeah, I'm like, I can't. Yeah, you, it's like the leader, the 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 leader, the the head of the military is the president, right? So it's like you have to kind of you have to sort of you know be down with whoever the president is i guess yeah whatever the hell they tell you is the right thing to do yeah <laughs> uh, i never agreed with half of that shit i was big into conspiracy theories when i was younger too when i was uh like 16 17 what's Smoking. your favorite one uh from then from that time or that you remember Maybe I would say the whole Illuminati thing was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was big back then, like the New World <laughs> Order and all that shit. What's yeah. your thoughts on that now? You you uh, you have any profound? <laughs> I mean, I think about it now, and it's like 
I definitely think that there's an elite group out there that has a lot of influence and control over things. Yeah. Um, you know, if we look at like corporations and stuff like that, you go up the ladder and there's like, you know, like five or six corporations that own like all the other corporations and think all that, you know, money and influence has to come from, you know, a small group of people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you look at media and news and, you know, social media and, and I don't know, I feel like there's just like a lot of brainwash and like try to like attempt that control out there. Right. I, I agree with you, Brian. Definitely. What about you, Yuki? What are you? Uh, I'm just getting a DM from Famobi with the Hangouts link. Oh no! It's it's tonight. It's, it's 9:30, and yeah. we usually do it at 10. So I don't know what the hell he's thinking, but I've, we always forget it's Monday. I know, shit. <laughs> so we gotta. I was like, he's looking at his phone. What is he doing right now? <laughs> but we got a good 30 minutes, so I'm sure we can uh, talk about some good stuff to the. Well, I want to talk to Brian about his his what is it your thesis oh my my physics ideas yeah yeah we haven't even touched on this though um i know and we still got to talk about lucid dreaming lucid too dreaming. I know. yeah which um, one all right we could brush up a little bit into the physics ideas okay and then we'll drift into the, the lucid dreaming okay um, so my idea was that we have singularities that exist like pretty much like everywhere in the universe, like every little bit of space, there's a singularity, mm-hmm. kind of like an ocean of water. Right. And, you know, the individual molecules would be the, the singularities and we're kind of like swimming in that, that ocean. And to me, what a singularity or a black hole um, does as a function is it takes in information and it consults kind of like this database that has all the information mm-hmm. so like if you look at the universe as like a you know a movie or or uh, let's say like like a movie right and right if you were to freeze frame the whole entire universe right now that would be like one slide of the movie right and in order to get to that next slide you'd have to like consult that database and say, all right, what is the next output information that we have from this input? So it's kind of like an input-output kind of device Okay. in, in my idea. And um, I actually mentioned it to my physics professor because he's a theoretical physicist. And we were talking about the Big Bang and like what was before the Big Bang and how did the Big Bang start. Mm-hmm. There was this... Uh, this mathematical theory um, called the uh, Banach-Tarski paradox. Okay. And basically what this, this theory or paradox says is that you could take um, a sphere and dissect it into a minimum of, let's say, like five pieces. Mm-hmm. And from those five pieces, using only rigid motion, you could rearrange it and create the exact same structure, the exact same sphere out of like those five pieces. So you could duplicate it multiple, right. multiple times until you have like infinite uh, amounts of those spheres from that one sphere. So, right. and there's no, there was no like physical 
um, application of this theory, mm-hmm. the mathematical tr- like thing that they proved. Right. And I thought, well, what if we have, you know, at the beginning of the universe when there was just everything was compacted into a singularity, um, what if um, outside of that singularity, you know, uh, physicists theorize that virtual particles pop in and out of existence outside of a singularity or a black hole? Uh-huh. Antimatter and matter. What if matter fell into that black hole one day, giving it some kind of rigid motion? And from that rigid motion, it was able to duplicate itself infinitely. Oh. It had such a dense amount of matter in one space that it just started expanding into the universe that we see today. Well, that's and, mind-blowing. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting when I thought of it, and I brought it up to my professor, and he was just like, wow, I've never heard of that or thought of that. And he asked me if that was an original idea, and I was like, well, I mean, I just took you know, two and two, and I connected two dots that I saw had some kind of you know connection. Right. And that's what I came up with. And he was like, well, you should definitely like continue to pursue physics and, you know, you have a long way to go, but if you stick with that, I think you could definitely publish something out of it. Wow. That's awesome. So you're actually like, uh, you're writing this, correct? Or are you? Uh, yeah, I actually have like this, this black book in my desk that I like jot down all my ideas and I don't have the mathematical skills yet. Well, I don't think I do. Maybe I do. I just don't know. Right. But, uh, that's, that's probably true. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of like different subjects that I have to learn for mathematics, like uh, set theory and you know counting infinite series and all this kind of analytical geometry. Wow. That's crazy that like, I mean, so theories like this and stuff, and pardon me for my ignorance, but you're saying that like math is a major part of it. Like that's oh, yeah. blows my mind. I mean, why is math a it part of down to math? I mean, I get some. that. I do know that it's all math. Like when it boils right down to it, but it, I mean, it kind of is. You would. Yeah, I know that. I'm the fucking <laughs> father of fucking geometry and shit. I get that, but I'm I when I'm dumb when it comes to math. Really, yeah, like, I suck at math. But I, I do. It's just, it blows my mind. So how does math, you know, how does it, how do the two intersect? Like, how does the, the, the theory of everything and the Big Bang and everything and where we came from, how does math, can you explain that to me in some sort of layman's terms for someone who has <laughs> extreme brain damage? If you can, I'm going to be very impressed. <laughs> um, I, I'll try my best. So there was, like, this whole thing about, like, uh, Know, which science is the purest science and it's actually math is the purest science uh physics i find is a little bit harder because it's basically math that's applied mm-hmm. we see some kind of phenomenon we try to explain it and we try to quantize it with with mathematics saying mm-hmm. uh you know like when you throw an apple up in the air you know we have gravity and there's the weight of the apple pulling with and with gravity, the gravitational field of the earth that pulls down the apple. And all of these things could be described by equations. So there's. Uh, do you think that we, I don't mean to interrupt you, but do you think that we try to make math fit because, well, the, because we understand that and we're trying to make things, you know, 
we're makes to, sense. We're trying to oversimplify everything. Think, I or think. do you think that it actually is the basis of everything? Um, I think it is the basis of everything. I think that our universe is here because of probability. I think, you know, the, law, the, the laws of physics that govern our universe are very precise in terms of mathematics. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when I was talking about my theory, like the idea that I had, I don't want to call it a theory, maybe somebody else come, came up with it already, but... Um, I don't know, it sounds pretty unique. <laughs> it's all based on, on probability. Like right. I said, those virtual particles that pop in and out of existence, if one falls in a certain way and gives it a certain spin, and it creates, you know, like one rock hitting into another rock will create, you know, one bigger rock, and that keeps happening. That's actually how planets form. Right, uh, yeah. Asteroids and everything colliding together. So to me, it's all about probability and what's most likely to happen. So I guess, in a sense, it is a lot of math. <laughs> yeah. Mostly probability, in my, my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, the birth and the death of our universe is also, I think, based on probability. Right. Is there people that believe that math is a religion? Why did you get all weird? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Um. <laughs> Sometimes I crack myself up. I didn't mean to sound that weird. <laughs> I just had a thought, you know, like... <laughs> You sounded like a conehead or something. <laughs> yeah, we're from France. We are from France. Um, you know, like, hold on, I'm cracking myself up right now. I think the coffee's kicking in. I think um, it's brain. Whatever, like his energy makes you yeah. goofy. I think it's his bird. I can I, hear I his bird in the background, and I just imagine it, like, you know, birding around. And I just get all excited. <laughs> Um, you, know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are there some crazy wacko scientists out there that are like, you know, maybe is that a crazy wacko thing though? That maybe it should be. Maybe they even is. like think do we, that do we always talk about religions? There, well, I think you're referring to atheists. <laughs> oh, are are atheists like mathematicians? That's is that always a correlation? Well, sense, but they base everything off of what they think is, you know, realistic and probable, um, right, right, logical, right. you know. That makes sense. Yeah, it's sort of that, like, whole thing of, like, well, if I don't see it or if it, you if know. It can't be proven. It can't be proven, you know, that kind of thing. Type of thing, yeah. Right. Um, right. You said you're, you're spiritual, but you're not very, you're not, like, organized religion, like necessarily you identify with but you are sort of spiritual like we are yeah i'm i don't really agree with religion i mean i think it's great for some people i think it definitely could have a positive effect on a lot of lives but um you know i don't think you have to go to church in order to worship right or sing uh say a prayer every day um you know if you want to have that connection with with the universe or you could do that at home sitting right now and just your body's like the temple, your body's like the church, you know, and your mind yeah. and your soul is, is the spirit and the energy that you, you connect with. That's true. 
Yeah, I think, and I've said this a lot, but I think like when I decided that there is something like a higher purpose or a higher thing is sort of like, yeah, sort of like when I was able to like kind of become at peace because when you like don't believe in anything and you just think like you're just this like accident is sort of like a hopeless belief system, I think. And you're just like, well, fuck it. There's no point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, self-destructive. Yeah, it is. It's very like, you know, what's the point? But so another thing you guys were talking about uh, that was very interesting to me is lucid dreaming. And people claim that they can lucid dream. I don't I even do. know that. And what do you mean by lucid dream? Are you saying you, you have like a dream where you know you're dreaming and you can control what's happening? Or is yeah, lucid like dreaming? I'm awake, but I'm dreaming at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Is it maybe I have lucid dreamt before? Like, is it just that you like remember your dream very vividly, or is that different? No. You want to explain? Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. uh, It's it's basically what Tamara said. It's you uh, you realize you're dreaming while you're dreaming. That's weird. Yeah. It is. It's a definitely a weird feeling, and it's a it's a cool experience. I've had it happen to me. I think once or twice where I woke up in my dream and I realized I was dreaming. Yeah. And the trick is not to freak yourself out and wake yeah. up. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's first, but some people it's easier for some people than others. So, but yeah, there's yeah, things to do. to do with like your health and what you eat. Also your sleeping habits are very important. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I know that a lot of people lucid dream mostly in the morning at a certain time, like 6 a.m. or you know, 4 a.m.? Yeah, like, right before they're about to wake up, I think, you know, like an hour or so before. I think mm-hmm. if you have, like, a regular sleeping pattern, it's easier because your body's used to it. Exactly. So. Uh, I, I had one lucid dream where I, I thought I woke up and started my day. Oh, like yeah. I had breakfast with my family, and then I started walking to school, and then I was in class, and I was like sitting in class learning and then five minutes later i wake up in my bed i'm like what 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 yeah <laughs> oh yeah what, yeah what the hell happened <laughs> okay I, I started having them because i did that see i started um be- before i would go to bed i had problems sleeping i would be stressed out so you know and i, I realized what the problem was and i kind of did these little meditations and deep breathing before as i was laying there before i went to bed and i would just visualize everything like my next day like how i wanted it to go mm-hmm. and it's and i would do that every night and after doing that for probably a few weeks i started yeah just having i would wake up or i thought i was waking up in the morning and i kind of would just oh shit i'm still dreaming you know and i would kind of go through just things and then i realized i could change more than just what my normal day would be so you know, that's the fun part of like experiment, experimenting with your. So here's my weird dream experience. I used to have uh, repetitive dreams. Um, like I was in an elevator and I couldn't control the elevator. It was like it had a mind of its own and it would like stop mid floor, weird shit like that. And then I stopped having those. Uh, but I will occasionally have the um, dream where I'm flying. You're levitating. Yeah, levitating. Yeah. But you, I can, like, levitate above the tree line, you know what I mean, and kind of, like, fly around. Not, like, Superman style, but just sort of, like, standing up. But I can just sort of, like, fly around. It's really cool. I love when I have those. Yeah. Yeah, if you learn a lucid dream, you could basically 
do whatever you want. You could fly. I heard that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe I have had them, but go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. It's cool. Um, I also had one time where I was. I don't know if there's a difference between lucid dreaming and astral projecting, um, but I feel like the second time that I tried, like actually tried, uh, I felt like I was astral projecting because from what people described it, it's like you see yourself as a blue energy or something like that. Yeah, and it's kind of almost like what people explain, like a an a near death or you know what happens like a near death experience. It's kind of like you see yourself mm-hmm. down there, and then you like separate really, you know, just it's it's a little different, but kind of similar. I feel, but I'm not. I'm more lucid dream than get into astral projection. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what happens is your body releases this uh this chemical called uh, DMT. Right. And it's the, apparently it's the same chemical that gets released before you die. And, you know, there's, yeah, uh, well, that would explain that then. Right? <laughs> <laughs> who do this, uh, who do this drug for experiment, like, you know, um, inner awakening or something like that, or spiritual journeys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I actually tried it one time with my friend and he just, it's funny because he always comes to my house with like random shit. Like, right. yo, I got, I got shrooms today. Or, you know, guess what? I got DMT. Right. And so he came over to my house and he was just like, oh, bro, I got DMT. It's the real deal. Want a trip? And I'm like, uh, this is mad random, bro. It's like 1130 at night. I got work tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. um, in my mind, like in my, my feeling, I really wasn't prepared and ready for it. Right. Yeah, you so, need to be prepared. Yeah, yeah, you have to be like emotionally ready. You have to be like excited yeah. about it. And I just wasn't all that. I mean, yeah, I was excited because it was DMT and I never did it before. Right. And full experience. But uh, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go with it and see where it happens. So I did it and I'm like laying on my bed and I felt like everything like felt like my whole body was like vibrating. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I was going to say that I've done that and I and I think to me, that's the difference between, I mean, well, there's lots of differences, but I've done, I've gotten to that state in meditating, you know, not just on, not on something that's just in meditating. So I guess that's kind of like astral projection, but I haven't gone that far with it, but yeah. So you, you would take something like that or mushrooms too, and you get there quicker, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was reading some book. I don't remember exactly like, which book. It was. I think it was Tibetan book of the dead. Oh yeah. They, t- they spoke about like, you know, paths to enlightenment and there's like you know the wet way or the dry way and one takes longer and it's more natural you do like meditation and stuff like that and then there's the dry way which is like you know you could induce it through drugs and it's like a little bit more riskier because you know you're taking psychedelics which alter your mind and all that time right yeah you know when i did it it just it felt like really like my body just felt like was vibrating and i closed my eyes and started to see like you know geometric patterns and yeah, I felt like I was approaching this this singularity kind of thing, like this singular place. And That's I knew- true. Go ahead. Sorry, I just wanted to. Go ahead. I was just uh, going to say it trips me out real quick because, like, you're saying that, and I, I think I already knew this, but you're saying that DMT is created naturally by the body. Yeah, it exists That's naturally. Fucking, and why is that shit illegal then? Um, 
You know what I'm saying? You know, the Illuminati doesn't want to be enlightened. Right. Those motherfuckers, man. <laughs> Continue on, Brian. I want to hear your story. <laughs> they don't want us to know the truth. That's right. And, um, yeah, if you look at history, it's always been like that. You know, there's, there's a group of people, and they have all the knowledge and, and power, and yeah. they always try to impress everybody else because that's, you know, they have to control and whatnot. You know, that's why I didn't always agree with the, uh, religion. You know, I was like, I think in third grade or something, I was learning about how, like, you know, during uh, the Catholic Church, they would pay for, you know, the priest to wash their sin. And that's when it really hit me like, oh, no, this shit is just corruption and all about yeah. control. Yeah. On the playing the devil's advocate, though, if you are a group of per- people who have some kind of knowledge that you hold, you know, sac- yeah. it's sacred to you and you don't think that the average person could even handle it. Yeah. Do you know what do you do in that what's, scenario? What's that thing, real quick, before I lose it? What's that thing we saw the video where it's like the ancient, like uh, Egyptian um, oh, the herm- hermetic? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever said anything? Uh, 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 now you're just gonna stammer. <laughs> now this is the minute where Yuki stammers. <laughs> yeah, hermetic. It's like the hermetic prophecies or something like that. If someone sent me a YouTube video. It's like this. It's a book. And man, it's so fucking awesome. It's like basically just explains everything. And it's like so you're like, oh shit, yeah, that makes so much sense. You ever heard of that? About the uh, tablet of thought or something like that? I don't think so, yeah. I don't I'm know. Pretty but sure it's that's like, like, he just started playing something, so I wasn't even The Hermetic is it's like the I I posted it in the fucking somewhere in Discord somewhere. I'll have to pull that up because that shit, you watch it and you're like, oh, okay, that makes so much sense. You know what I mean? Like everything, it just explains everything. But it's also like there's other beings, like, you know, like when we die, we like ascend to being higher beings and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very cool and trippy. But yeah, sort of like that. That's when you, when you guys were talking about maybe they don't want us to know the knowledge. Like this is sort of what it, it is saying. Like there is this knowledge that, uh, and that's what hermetic means to seal. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they don't want the average person to know this shit. And and I think psychedelics like mushrooms, psilocybin and LSD and DMT and all that shit sort of does open, you know, the yeah. possibility Pathways to be able to in the brain too. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally. Uh, I was actually the um that website that I sent you guys, the the Kabbalion is is based yeah. off of her. And they talk about a lot of the, you know, the basic principles and stuff like that but um going back to what you said Tamara, about not having the average person knowing if they're not ready right um i when i think about religion and i think about you know like the prophets like you know jesus muhammad uh the buddha mm-hmm. uh, is i i think back to those times when people didn't have knowledge readily available right right and to me it was like the, all those guys they were just you know enlightened beings who who knew more truth than the average person and try to describe it in such a way that wasn't direct, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like you said, not everybody could handle that kind of truth. Right. So I, that's where like the, the, every religion was based off of, you know, different interpretations of what they were trying to describe at the time to people who probably didn't have a good knowledge basis. That and it, um, you know, it wasn't, you, you shouldn't speak against the religion at that time. Yeah, the you power. Know? The, so uh, it kind of had to be kept secret. 
yeah. yeah. And I, I think, you know, I think most organized religions are just a form of, you know, mind control. It's like a way to like govern large masses of people when you say, you know, you have to believe a certain way. You sort of have, like control their their deepest, darkest thoughts. You Nevertheless, know? Like, I think that it's available to us now. I mean, maybe not everything, but most things. I mean, not readily. I, you probably have to do some digging and... Mm-hmm. But no, I think we're getting to an age where, you know, if you wanted to find it, you probably could find information. Probably. Maybe with 80, 75% of things, maybe. I don't know. What do you think, Brain? <laughs> um, I think the information's out there. Yeah. Out there, out in the blue, though. I feel like you said, you have to do some digging. And you, I feel like you definitely have to, like, decipher a lot of things because, you know. Yeah. Like, it's still not easy. <laughs> of truths and stuff like that and they knew that you know it couldn't be something that was told to the average person so they kind of created this kind of like i guess a game where you have to like decipher it and you know go on this journey and then you come to the realizations that they were speaking about and realize for yourself like oh shit okay now i know what they were talking about and why that that might be part of like it has to happen like you have to go on that journey and able you know in order to experience things and get your answers also you know instead of just being told things you know you can't just sometimes it's not just passed down in word form and you take take it for what it is and leave it so i think there's also you know a lot of the um is the type of person you like the inquisitive minds like i think we're we're very yeah seeker driven people Mm -hmm. and we want to know like we want to figure stuff out, you know, just uh, dissect things and understand why things work. And yeah, I uh, get frustrated because I'm like, there's not enough time for me to learn everything that I want to know about, you know, and do you dive into one thing all the way or are you spread out into this and that, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just like a pen, uh, like a rabbit hole, you know, you just, yeah. I, yeah, I could totally resonate with what you guys are saying. That was like me throughout for the past, like, I guess 10, 15 years. Yeah. It was just, you know, which f- subject do I focus on? I have so many different interests, you know, uh, you know, conspiracy and history, uh, physics, metaphysics, um, yeah, mathematics. And I was just like so overwhelmed by all these subjects that interest me. I, I just didn't know what I should, I guess, specialize in. Right. And, right. you know, I guess after smoking so much weed and, watching uh, science videos i really got drawn into the physics part because you know physics in a way describes the universe and it gives us you know understanding of it definitely well that's freaking awesome well i tell you what i hate to cut it short but i've got to be on the fooling with famobi and friends here in uh three minutes so Let's uh, end here, and I tell you what, let's do a part three down the road in yeah. a couple months. Or I could something. I could talk to Brian. Yeah, like, I could well, too. Maybe we should just do a, like once a month with the brain. Yeah, checking you know? in with the brain. That's right. Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, listen. Patients too. Yeah, yeah, I love doing. I love talking about deep stuff because it's just like you kind of forget sometimes. Like I do, I get like you know you you just sort of like I don't know if you forget, but you just sort of like. Well, I like hearing other people's thoughts because it makes me think. And yeah, then- yeah. It makes you, like, explore. the and you, yeah, you, We are probably creating new connections in, in our brains and stuff and getting smarter. So, actually, oh, the yeah. brain is actually making us smarter. The brain makes us smarter. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. You always need your brain. <laughs> That's right. Well, the brainium, I want to... 
<laughs> yeah, I, I want to thank you for coming on the show again. And yeah, man, let's do it again in in a in a, in a few weeks or a month or something, and uh, get get smart again. I appreciate you coming on the show. And yeah, love talking to you, Brian. Love talking to you guys. You guys also uh, bring out the inner brain in me. So awesome. <laughs> love right. coming. On. Hell yeah! Hey. And uh, pet your bird for us. Yeah, I will. I will. Be nice to him. Yeah, <laughs> and him. appreciate him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring a, a litter box for you, Yuki, at the party. Oh, that's probably a <laughs> good idea. You'll have to clean it. <laughs> I'll have to clean it. All right, I'll man. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, Rain. Bye, guys. Have a great night. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.